Welcome to Karen Rice's Family Zoom Station, episode 14, Homeschooling Today, Keeping the Peace. During the first part of this one-hour show, I share tips and strategies that create harmony with kids. Then we open things up for Q&A and discussion. When I talk about creating harmony with kids, I often bring up the one rule. In any situation where there are differences that might lead to conflict between you and your kids, you use the one rule. Using the one rule means you find agreement. This is the rule. The one rule equals agreement. Agreement equals harmony. You do not move forward until there is agreement. This is the rule. When you follow this rule, you find harmony. You discover what needs to shift so that everyone involved feels good about the situation. It has never failed me when I have used it. Even though I had not isolated it and named it, it was very much a part of raising my children and working with students as a Montessori teacher in our Montessori school, as well as students in public schools. Today, we are going to look at keeping the peace. We already know that using the one rule is an excellent way to keep peace between people. Now we are primarily going to look at ways to create and maintain inner peace for you and any kids in your life. These days, I begin my day with thinking of three things I'm glad about. You could do this for yourself and with kids, even in a classroom. If you are doing this with others, like your kids or in a classroom, you can all share them if you wish. It also helps to smile while doing this exercise. Then I think about three things I'm looking forward to and then three things I'm willing to do to make today even better. I call this the three by three by three. It might be enough just to think of three things you're glad about. I have meditated for about 50 years. Often, I did not achieve what I now call inner harmony, inner peace, or even bliss. But I meditated anyway for the sense of calm I got as a way of getting answers and for the inner adventures. Even though I was initiated into a couple of different forms of meditation that did not focus on the breath, from very early on, I found myself connecting to awareness of my breath. At the time, I did not know it was an official thing. At one point, I decided to learn to silence my mind. 
which I did. I did not know how critically important that is until recently, meaning during the past couple of years. During the past few years, I came across a form of meditation that has quieting your mind as its primary focus. Using this, I was able to get into a state of inner harmony, peace, and even bliss every time I meditated. It was so exciting. Then I decided to share my meditations live. During this time, I also shared the three by three by three and another practice that I do after that. When I started to add another practice to this, I stopped sharing live. I was going to form a Facebook group or do a challenge. Those are both still possibilities. Anyway, I discovered that I was able to get into an even more powerful state of inner harmony, doing the practices and not quieting my mind. It was puzzling. How could that be? What I mean by this is that hours later, I still feel inner harmony and a sense of inner spaciousness. I can be inwardly silent instantly. I want to share the method where you silence your mind. I no longer remember how I did it originally, but apparently this works. I recommend you do this wherever you are, just as long as you don't have to answer anyone or as long as whoever is there knows that you are not going to respond to them. I used to meditate with my babies and toddlers around me on the bed. I think that is one reason I can get into inner harmony in just about any situation. That's why I recommend you starting wherever you are. Of course, if you prefer to be alone, do that. Sit comfortably with your spine straight. Find something you can focus on, like the sensation of your breath going in and out of your nostrils. My breath in my lungs was what naturally drew my attention. Then keep your attention on that. When you start to think, pull your attention back to your focus. Do this for 15 to 20 minutes daily. Best if you can do it first thing in the morning. It was also recommended to listen to a sound, the sound of an air conditioner, a dripping faucet, an app with a constant sound like that, even watching the flame on a candle. At some point, you'll notice that your mind is quiet. Keep your focus. This is the state where I feel inner harmony, peace, and even bliss. I might also receive answers to questions and other guidance and inspiration. 
after the silence. That's how I can trust the answers and the inspiration I receive. It comes after the silence. You can, of course, share this approach with kids. In our elementary school, day started with meditation. The kids liked it. However, the goal of inner harmony might be achieved in other ways, too, when it comes to children. In the Montessori school, I think that focusing on an activity that satisfied the child at the moment had the same effect. In Montessori, what happened was called normalizing the child. Once a child had connected with a compelling, satisfying activity, they became different people. It seemed to make them the best versions of themselves, kind, helpful, focused, happy. This is one reason it is so important for kids to follow their interests. If interest is not engaged, there is some degree of resistance, which is the opposite of engagement. It is only in their interest that they discover normalizing activities, become fulfilled, and find that state of inner harmony. It is also important to have a practice that can help you get back to a state of inner harmony. Like, I have my pattern interrupt. I have a phrase that I can repeat in my mind when I notice I am not feeling inner harmony. It brings me back to that state, or at least to a better feeling state. It interrupts the negative thought pattern I have started and gets me focused on something I want. Negative just means that I'm thinking thoughts that I do not want to happen. At some point, I realize I'm feeling better, I'm thinking different thoughts, and I've stopped thinking my pattern interrupt. To create your own pattern interrupt, come up with a phrase or word or mantra that you like or feel drawn to. Whenever you feel like it, repeat it in your mind. This is just to create it as a practice. So when you do need it, it is already something you are used to. When you notice that you are not in as good a mood as you would like to be, or you realize that you are thinking thoughts about what you do not want, these usually come together. Start repeating your pattern interrupt in your mind. Keep it up until you are feeling good again. Or maybe you'll discover, as I do, that you are not repeating your pattern interrupt and you are feeling better and thinking positive thoughts again. Or even just being aware of what you appreciate. Here is a practice that was very helpful with kids in our elementary school. Something like this could help at home too. 
when a child was having a hard time, either just feeling bad or causing trouble for others, was to make a circle around them. Each person in the circle would say something they liked about the child in the center. If you haven't done this already, now is a good time to eliminate punishment. Our goal is to keep the peace. Besides, punishment is totally unnecessary. Once I decided never to force my kids to do anything they did not want to do, we all got along better than ever. Besides, you have the one rule. You can find agreements about anything. Now the important thing is to choose a place to start or expand your practices. If you want to feel happier, you might start with thinking of three things you're glad about. You might do this with your kids. If you haven't quieted your mind, you can start by quieting your mind. If you can quiet it, but not whenever you wish, you could start there. If you have not introduced following their interests to your kids, you can start there with them. You might also start with sitting to quiet their minds if they want to. Be sure to explain the benefits briefly. I just learned something that relates to what I've shared. I tried it and it seems to work. It feels more powerful. So I'm going to share it here. After each thing you are glad about, add the word because, and then the reason you're glad about that. It is supposed to increase the positive effect in your life. Thanks for being here. Now it's time for Q&A and discussion. It's really very nice, Ms. Karen. And informative and the activities which you shared are really very good related to mind, full activities. And uh, I like the idea to keep yourself engaged, open the Facebook thing and all. And even some of the activities I believe teachers can use in the classrooms as well, which is really very good to create yeah. harmony. Yes. It makes a big difference. Yeah, very nice, very nice. And uh, how, like in the slides, I was reading this thing and listening to you when you said that the child could, you know, create peace inside. Sometimes the child feels very restless. So what, like these activities are really very good to calm the child down. It's really very nice. And the uh, uh, furthermore, like what can nature help in doing these things? For example, sound of waves and, you know, playing with pebbles and something. Yes. Creative. Please share some ideas with me. What do you think? Well, I think it depends very much on what the child likes and what they're interested in. Because um, 
when they're presented with something they're interested in, their their interest, they get engaged right away. And it can change um, what see because they're 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 restless or bothered or upset because they're focusing on something they they don't like something that that's um and so if you can get them you don't even have to necessarily uh find out what it is or focus on that at all just shift their attention to to something that pleases them and then it can go from there it could just be any little thing that that they like um, that will capture them in a way it will capture their attention and then even if it's small and or a short thing then it can go on from there as long as as uh, you help them follow what interests them then they will Okay, well, what what I've seen I've seen in um, in the Montessori school, uh, I've seen children getting so in, engaged with an activity that that's all they're thinking about. That's all they're focusing on. There, and. Um, what they they do it for as long as it it gives them this they there's something in them like i i noticed that um inside of myself too sometimes uh with my writing and things there's this feeling of energy flowing through me that is very compelling like and I mean, I could not do it. I always have the choice, but but usually it's something I want to do. So why not do it? I mean, it's always something I want to do. And so with the children also, they must be feeling that kind of flow out of them for this activity, whether it's like, uh, whether it's a, a like wiping the table or I remember one was a social activity. Um, uh, another was a boy who was fascinated with insects and it was getting into that whole world. Uh, we had a really, a nice book with a lot of pictures. That was the, how, he how he got into it was through that book and um and the thing is that that with children it really transforms them like that the boy who liked the insects had been um causing troubles but once he got engaged with this whole world of the insects and that it was fine for him to do this, um, 
he he didn't ever cause trouble again it just wasn't yeah. something he wanted to do that beats for his mind yeah yes this is uh, one question and i always wonder so i was thinking i'll ask you this question okay like you might also have noticed children playing in water splashing and you know during yes. rain and all like they enjoy yes like why 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 comparatively with other things why water attracts them so much the fun they enjoy you know playing in water and running like it's fun i know but like why yeah. when we enjoy <laughs> if we play like but question is right. why why do we feel <laughs> So I thought I'll ask you because I know you'll give me a good answer for this. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Interesting. Um, <laughs> hmm. Well, my first thought was it is one of the elements of this world. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. That was my first thought. Um, I, I've never, I've never asked myself that question. That's very interesting. Um, I'll, I'll see what I can come up with. Uh, yeah, because I know you can, you know, tell me this thing. Because see, water, what I believe with water is power. Like if you sit near the waves, you feel some strong energies coming to you. The way, like, you know, look at the waves and the waves are rolling. This is what my feeling is towards water. But on the other hand, when you see children playing rain and, you know, puddling and making things and splashing water and throwing, playing with water gun and whatever thing, it's fun. So, like, I was wondering why? Why with water? Why not anything else? Why does water give so much pleasure to us? Well, one, one other thought that comes to my mind is that our body is mostly made up of water. Yeah. From what I've learned, I don't know that as a fact of my experience, yes. but um, that's what I, my studies have given that's me. That's the same. As, uh, you have a long experience in teaching and you might you even have deal with this different people in the world. You met different types of people. And what advice do you think that we should give the children to learn, like how to, like when they meet someone, what are the qualities that they should keep in mind? Something, you know, because uh, while making a good friend, what do you think? Because everyone cannot be a friend. Like every person you meet is not in the definition of a good friend, I believe. But there are certain times, like how to explain the children these things, like to differentiate that this is your professional life and, you know, this is your good friend. Yes, this is a good person. It's a nice person you should go and talk to. What other things do you, like, as an advice you will give to the kids? Huh. Uh, well, I think that, that children have a lot of awareness um, and it has it has always been my focus to trust them um, 
I would say that if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable or in any way um, makes there's something that doesn't feel good, that person, not to be around that person. See that that trusting trusting children trusting their judgment. Um, okay, because ha, has been something that has been very much a a, a core approach from me. Uh, because, I mean, I think we, we all have lessons to learn, um, and sometimes we might connect with somebody and there could be a lesson for us to learn. Um, hopefully our lessons are. smooth and easy as possible um the the thing is that i get i guess that would be that would be my um my strongest encouragement for them now what I'm thinking is, um, well, I was just wondering if there was some way we could get into, um, maybe like a a role play situation. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think that, that, trusting how they feel encouraging them to trust how they feel about a person um i think that's that's one of the best things that can happen is for them to build trust and of their own judgment because we are not always with them. In fact, a lot of times we're not. And so they are going to have to decide yes or no on, on uh, being around a person. Um, And I think that the, the stronger their trust of themselves and their judgment is, the better they're going to do. And I think that, um, uh, that that's one reason that it would be good if the adults use the one rule with children because they are showing then trust in the child's input 
so that that the child just naturally grows up trusting themselves and their judgment <clears throat> and they will learn um hopefully easily and quickly and if they're if they're open to it they will it will be easier for them um to trust their judgment if if it's something that they've practiced and and they're comfortable with they will sense something's not right here and you know i've got to get out of this situation instead of if they don't trust themselves then they could feel this doesn't feel right but maybe i'm wrong and then they could get into troublesome situations that way um Children usually who are alone, like uh, people who have one child, or like I also have one son. Yes. So he he does not like to be too much social. Only selected friends he likes to have. Yes. He talks to them. He does not get. He's a very reserved type. And sometimes you know, Miss Karen, I'm really worried that like he's very innocent. Also, though he's in like in grade twelve right now, he will be going to university. it's very simple very innocent respects everyone every relation not into anything no like his own world and all sometimes they really worry that this world is so you know different around outside when he comes out and he will face these things this fear little time sometimes you know worried me a lot that right now he is in small circle but when he's going to go to university he is going to face different type of like he should know like though i'm tried my best to counsel i know but still i get worried about others you know these types of things so disturbs me so i thought i'll ask you what should i talk to him often about i think that he see the thing is that that because he is um innocent and trusts people um he he very much needs to be sure your it would help your mind i think to be sure that he trusts himself that um the thing is that that what you the world you experience is not necessarily exactly the same in fact it isn't the same as the world he experiences he has a yeah. a whole different viewpoint into into the world and yeah. he he might draw to him people that are going to treat him in the ways that he treats other people that is very likely and if he trusts himself and his judgment then he will be able to sense because he doesn't have um uh a lot of complexity inside he'll be able to sense if something doesn't feel right now what you can do is if you could 
you could suggest that if he is ever in a situation where some person or people or something about the situation makes him feel uncomfortable, go away from it. Go away from it quickly. Don't even, don't even worry if you're right or wrong. Just better nice. to go away from it. Very nice. Very nice advice. I really appreciate it. It's just See. touched my heart. Thank you so much, Ms. Karen. It's really very, very nice advice. You know, so, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from you. And I always wait for your sessions. Every Tuesday, when it's going to come, and you know, I'm going to hear from you because the way you work hard, you present life, you prepare the things, you share the knowledge. This is a very big thing, very very big thing. Nowadays, you are taking out time. I know you you are a busy person too, but you're taking out time. You're sharing the information with the world to hear. It's a very very big thing, Miss Karen. Very big because. People really need this advice. People really need people like you. I am learning. You're my, like the way I hear from you, it's my inspiration. I got motivation from you. Then I started the session. You know, after you, I started the session. I came to your session yes. first. Started. Then I got this courage that let's start the session. Yes. So, so you are my first inspiration towards the session. I always give the credit to you for that. Because when I saw your work and efforts, then I got discouraged. Okay, come on, stand up now. It's time. Let's. <laughs> so I took your help and I took Dan Scorn's help and God helped me. So it's so, yes. you know, it's so amazing, Miss Karen, that the world is, there's so much positivity in the world you're spreading. People still, I don't know why, are enclosing negative things. They must come out. Today I saw an advertisement in Facebook talking about how to counsel themselves. I thought it's only the one rule that works, nothing else. You should not <laughs> go there. It's only the one rule. Come on, take out the one rule from your own self. I just read it and just passed it on. I said, it's only the one rule, like Miss Karen has said. I know, I know, Miss Karen, that one rule is uh, it's not too easy. But yes. That is the game. I know. <laughs> I know. That is the game to bring everyone together on one rule. Because somewhat unity will bring peace in a country. And if yes. countries unite together, people unite together, so there will be less war. I'm not saying that obviously enmity might finish from the world. Opposite powers are there. Whenever there is friendship, enmity is there, jealousy is there. Everything is there, but somehow good can overcome these things. Yes. At least we can control them. At least, at least there should be no wars. Stop talking with guns and weapons. Come on, talk. Let's start talking. Let's like it's amazing. The one rule, I it's amazing, amazing. I look, I really appreciate this thing and touch my heart. The way you put effort to prepare the slides and you share with it, and you actually got, you're God gifted with this energy that you share with yes. us. Yes, it's because Miss Karen, everyone cannot do everything. You know, everyone has some powers. Your powers are really very positive. It's positive, and you give hope, 
and uh, I see patience in you, I see calmness in you, which, you know, creates, by looking at you, by listening, only to listening you, I feel harmony in myself. You know, some nice. like, yeah, I'm taking the positive energy. The whole week I'm scared, but no, Miss Karen's session will give me positive energy. <laughs> so, you know, I wait for it. Like, you know, the way you speak so politely, explain the thing, listen to others, let others speak. It's amazing. Miss Karen is amazing. Trust me, it's like, it's just, for me, it's a miracle. I call it miracle that this is happening. Actually, this is happening in some part of the world. And it's spreading now, thanks to this digital. Like, you are using the positive. It should be spread. It should be. Listen, I believe there should be sessions on big platforms for your one rule that people should hear from you because it's not only you are presenting the one rule it's from one rule you are opening many doors towards stories towards different areas towards different activities that joins together under this platform because every religion loves peace harmony yes. so it's not even that if whatever religion we belong to, whatever race we belong, whatever, what, whoever, everyone respects peace. Everyone wants that. We have to join together our hearts. We have to listen to this. This is so nice, Miss Karen. I, the way you explained me just now, or like how to talk to I, it's very touched me that just go away from there. But don't worry about it. I'll talk about this with my son even. And sometimes in life, when you face this type of situation, what to do and you're kind of just leave it. Just go away. Just don't bother to worry about it. It's better not to take risk at that moment. Right. That no. is really very true. Because see, the, the world is progressing. Like you said, you said a very nice thing. It's not necessarily what I experience. My son will experience the same thing. It's true. For every, every age, like my, my parents experienced, that time was different. This time yes. is different. What we are experiencing, that time is like this time is totally different. I, I I'm I'm raised in an atmosphere where I was very close to my grandparents, my family and relatives and all. But this time when my son is growing, the relations are very busy. Like hardly. Uh, you know, they get time to sit together and have some good times, which is called a family quality time. They all are busy. Everyone, I'm not uh, like someone is studying, someone is working, some something yeah. like that. Yeah. Time, I don't know what future will be for these children later on. No idea. But this is very necessary that these messages which you are giving are recorded, are proved to listen. This is very, very important. This is really very important because. I also believe the same thing, whether I live or whether I die, but my words should keep on going. The work should keep on going. That is really very important, which keeps us alive, which keeps, you know, the spirit that, yes, we did something of our life. Our life is worth of something. It's just not, you know, eating and sitting and sleeping and earning money. No, it's a worth. We are serving humanity somehow, whether it's with right. words, whether it's with knowledge, like, Something. It's very important to understand the values. This is very, very important. And I believe a even, very important need. Even, even if the person is, even if their purpose is just 
to be a happy presence that alone is valuable as far as I'm true. concerned. True, very true, very true, yes. Because if you do something good, your inner feels happy, that's enough. That is enough for you. And it is, really it is possible to feel, to feel good just because you decide to do that, that that's how you're going to be. And then you go through your life and you, you're feeling good and you interact with this person and that maybe a little spark of that goes to that person and helps them. Not because you intended to help them, but just because you are um, a good feeling person going through this life, this world, um, and just spreading it, you know? I mean, if you have a, something like I feel I have something to share, then I share it. But some people may not feel that they have anything to share, but, but they're sharing the, the, the goodness of their, their being 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 a point of goodness in this world and that's that's a, a i think a very worthy thing to maintain that's what i want to help create is lots and lots of points of goodness in the world yes. sometimes there are some times in your life when you feel like if you talk to uh, or if you meet some particular person you feel uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm sharing openly with you that sometimes it happens that you feel yes. like, like, you know, there's certain person, even you don't know you like them. It feels like you want to talk to them. You just want to sit and talk. I don't know. This like law yes. of nature attracts or something. But sometimes there are certain people your mind does not, you know, like settle. I don't know. But like, yes, you know, there are sometimes. So how to deal with this situation, how to calm yourself, like, you know, what? like sometimes get some, because I, what I do, I, I remain silent. I just be quiet. I just listen whether, uh, like, if I'm saying, trying to say something right and others, they don't want to hear that thing. So I'd rather be quiet because yes. in, like, there's a saying, like, um, in our uh, religion, like, uh, of Hazrat Ali, that it's better to be silent to speak in front of people who don't understand so it's better to be silent so what i do i i remain silent like i it's no use of explaining because you know if a person does not want to listen so why should but but on the other hand then i feel bad also for that person it's like well, may god help him or her what should like what yeah should I, do? I think that that you could okay let's say you're in that situation then you could you could in your inside of you just hope that god is will help that person but inside of you um go into a state of quiet because i it is my belief that when we are in that state of quiet we are connected to um our soul our spirit to god 
um, that that is the connection that that is. And, and so that if, if, and the thing is that, that inside what, what you do inside can affect what happens outside of you too. So mm. I, I would say that, that your being quiet, it is, uh, it makes sense to me because otherwise you're pushing against something and that only increases what you're pushing against. So if you're silent and uh, if you're quiet outside, like you don't say anything and you're quiet inside, then more like God can work through you because you, you, you have become an open um, presence for God to, to guide you and to, to, um, if anything needs to be done to direct you. Whereas if you're very busy inside thinking about something, then you, you don't necessarily get that, that guidance. Yes. And yes. So it sounds like you do, you do a good thing. Because uh, there are certain times I have seen that uh, people, after any incident, keeps on blaming the person or revenge and hatred. Because I believe they are destroying their own heart. They are destroying their own self. Because these things yes. are killing them inside. Rather than, it's better to let go. It's better to just, you know, if someone is doing that, their part, just you go on, you keep on just like the flow of water, keep on going. Because, you know, these things, because I have witnessed myself that these destroy the health of the, the person, him or herself, who yes. is surrounded by this thing, because he or she does not let it go. So unless... It's like you poison. Yeah, it's like poison. It's, it's like, like really they're poison. holding on to poison. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, there should be something that, uh, I don't know what, but uh, like there should be some way to help these people also. They should understand that what they are doing is wrong because they are surrounded with so much of these negative things in the mind and, you know, blaming others for failures or because... I really wanted to request one thing from you uh, when it, the word failure came. These days, this is a very famous thing going that failures should be a part of your learning. Because uh, there's an incident uh, recently very famous that a young actor, he committed suicide. Because uh, he never failed failure in his life, which I came to know. That he was a top student, he was top in everything. And later, I don't know what I came to know. I don't know how much truth is in it, but uh, he never failed failure. And he committed suicide. He's a very young actor. Uh, so I was very worried about this thing. And that's true because I have seen that students who get high grades in, you know, studies even, and they are used to getting, you know, full marks or excellent. It's really very hard for them if they lose marks. They don't want to. And they start talking about, you know, different things like committing suicide. My father, they, I've disappointed. 
they become so disappointed that like obvious i tell them come on this is not the thing whenever you're going to go for your career no one is going to ask these things from you this is no. a learning process learn just keep on learning and move on but i don't know whether our society has made this mind like this the parents want their children to study in a pressure homework way or caste way or whether the child this has to stop now and they, like we have to accept our failures also failure is after all not a bad thing it teaches us it gives us new experience it you know try to help us to overcome our mistakes i really want you to talk about failures also sometimes like how failures can uh, make a person strong because you i know can talk about it you will oh, find some one one thought that comes to me right now is um there's a uh, a story that about Thomas Edison who mm. invented the light bulb yeah yeah yes yes and his attitude toward failure when he was trying to invent the light bulb was oh well i discovered one another way not that it it doesn't work so and and i've heard that he tried 10000 times i've to to create the light bulb and all those were failures except the last one oh so finally huh finally finally he was able to succeed yes he, and the thing is that that he um he didn't i mean if he had stopped at any of those others um either probably somebody else would have invented the light bulb or it wouldn't be invented so um failures are just part of the process yeah but uh, we have to explain this to kids parents even because i have seen like suppose if there's some uh, uh, what you call state test or some you know sat types of test or some test right. in which they start you know that the pressure on the kids that we are paying this much and you know going there and you're spending this much and you have to this little like i know responsibility is good getting good grades every parent has a desire that the son should achieve something but as far as i have researched and now even through digital things i'm witnessing about top businessmen and top people i always see they have faced failures in life and we yes. hear the stories so there should be like this thing also should be explained to the kids in a proper way that yes we are teaching you and when you make mistakes it doesn't mean that you are a failed person it means you need improvement in this area try to overcome you know in teaching also we should like i like i said in like two stars in a wish like i wish you could have done this better i wish so styles of teaching and everything should now be changed a little 
not writing like poor work in the diaries of the children or the notebooks. So these little things, comments, maybe if we, we educators and uh, like try to change this way, maybe, maybe children will also start accepting that after all, it's not so bad. What yeah. do you think? That sounds good. Yeah. Because, you know, when we say something, we don't know, like uh, we said, discussed in the session of bullying, we don't know from which background the child is coming, at which state, which mind situation is coming and appearing for a test or appearing in class. We don't right. know. So as an educator, it's our responsibility. It's, you know, teaching is giving something, a protection feeling to the child. That he's learning and he's safe in good hands. Something, you know, like that comes in my heart. Like a child should be coming to us and feeling safe. And even though if he fails, he should learn that where where did I make mistakes without getting scared or frightened. He should come and right. you know, ask. Because this will develop the confidence level in the child. They see, even I felt, but my teacher, she was there. She was there for me. She supported me. She holds me and see today I'm here, whatever, but we, because even we, we need a shoulder. We sometimes feel like there should be someone behind us, a shoulder. So they are little children. They always need a shoulder with strong hands of protection. So we have to change this now. The system, this little things have to be changed. I don't know, but yes, I believe. Yes, I, I, um, I've had something that I wanted, especially for the younger children, for mm -hmm. a, a, in regular, in public schools for a long time. Um, because of what I learned from the, from Montessori, um, and working with children in that situation. And that is that, okay, Montessori uh, is set up so that each child judges their own results. Either the materials are set up so that they can easily see it, or when you demonstrate it, you explain that this is how it looks. This is, this is how it is when you're finished and you've done a good job. So then it's up to the child then to, um, to say, oh, I did a good job. Oh, I better, oh dear, I, I have to wipe this up. I forgot, you know, it's like, so I've been thinking like if there could be, if, if elementary schools anyway could be set up that way, that, Yes. that nope it's not somebody outside of you who judges whether you did a good job or not it's you and yes. if if like let's say um for certain subjects there are tests okay the tests let's say you can take when you want and then you can get the answer thing and see ah oh i didn't I didn't figure that one out or, Oh, look at that. I, I, 
I know this stuff. I, I understand it. I got it. Yeah. I, I don't know if that could be set up um, so that... Counterchecking. Like, in a way of counterchecking, you have worked yourself. It's really very nice. I, yeah, I, that like, you check yourself, that you decide yeah. how you did. And yeah, I do this. I do this, Miss Karen. I oh, do nice. This. I do. Yeah, I do oh, this. I'm but so not, glad. Uh, yeah, I do this with some of the senior kids because uh, when I'm teaching them language, I tell them to see the translations yourself from the marking scheme and mark yourself. Very nice. And tell me. Because then I have seen that this really works. This really yes. works. What you're telling me, this really, because I remember once a teacher asked me that I kept on explaining this topic and the children, they come blank, they don't understand. So I told her, you are, do one thing. You give uh, one, one paper to each child and tell them to make their own questions. Make their own questions from the topic and, you know, exchange the papers and start solving and mark each other, mark each other, and then check marking. And it really worked because they Very thought nice. it's an activity. Yes. The same way I do it with these kids. But, but the thing is, Miss Karen, it's not everywhere. And in a system also, every teacher does not follow because, you know, children get disturbed and one teacher teaching style is totally different and other yes. teachers, they do different. But you are right. It should be done. It should be done to some level. They should know their mistakes. Well, you know, it could be that someone, someone will come who is in a situation where they could... Um, help this happen i mean because uh i i just think that i mean i think that that all these good things that we want people are are like you were drawn to me and i am drawn to you and yeah. i think that um more and more like that are going to be drawn that can help all of this happen yes. just like you started that platform and i hope we can make a big difference and we keep on growing because you know i was so happy thinking that we have i have educators we have doctors, we have, we have uh, lawyers now, <laughs> slowly, yeah. slowly we will have therapists, we will have, uh, we have, we had a counselor even, and uh, this right. time now, later on, maybe we can have a nutritionist, we can have different bodies joined together, because to work for the welfare of a society or anything, we need to surround all these bodies together in one right. platform, yeah. with your one rule agreement. Because yeah. with one agreement, because that is really very important. So then only things can work together. Because if, uh, suppose the medical things say something else, the educational people say something else, the legal system say, it splits up. It splits right. up. Right, right, right. And we are connected somehow with all this system. We yes. go to hospitals, we learn yes. children's life. Like we learn and so and so so if everyone is together and just like same thing introduced in studies also that suppose they're doing a particular topic the same topic should be through english the same topic shows with social studies sciences you know mathematics all this so uniformity will change the mind also of a child and from the very beginning he's raised with one rule 
he has seen one role. So even though if he faces some people who might have conflict, he might be strong enough to speak about the one role, giving examples from his life that I have seen my teacher's unity. I have seen unity in my topics. I have seen unity, basically unity when my educator spoke, the same thing my doctor said, the same thing my mother said, the same thing the lawyer said. You know, so this, I don't know. I'm talking about very ideal world, I know, maybe. But well, yes. that's, that's important to have that vision. Very important. I I'm glad. It's so nice, Miss your session today. Very nice. Loving, yes. you know, talking to you. Thank you so Very much. Very nice. I'm so glad we had this time. Yeah, I'm so happy too. So I'm going to stop now. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll be in touch.